Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, Sergeant and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mmm, hello there. Talk on this one. Well, as I was saying, I want to be the first to say congratulations to Carl Edwards for winning the NASCAR champion. Oh, it's Jimmy Johnson by about 637 points. To, uh, I'm not working either, am I? I I got you. I got you. I was going to say congratulations to John. Oh, wait. It was Barack Obama. Uh, John. Oh, Oh, John. Oh, I can't even say it now. Sorry yeah. to your brethren in Texas there, Kenny. Yeah, the picture. What? You sound like all those other a-holes that say, Kenny, you're from Texas. You must have voted for George Bush. And you must what wear you cowboy boots. About? Yeah, the picture of the week was uh, Sarah Palin getting on the plane to go back to Alaska. It was and a long flight. Chasing, I, or the I media on? chasing her. Oh, yes, yeah, you're on. Am I on? Is this right. thing on? Is this thing on? Yeah, the media is chasing it, her for the uh, interview. Anybody, is anybody, is anybody <laughs> out there? Is anybody there? I don't think anybody's out there for John McCain. Oh, anyway, this oh, is what you know. Easy. We haven't said the only the only motorsports thing we said out of the gate was congratulations to Carl Edwards for not winning the freaking Sprint Cup championship. Jimmy oh. Johnson, all he has to do now finish thirty sixth or better to win his third Sprint Cup championship in a row to tie Kale Yarborough. So isn't that so exciting? Are you going to watch Homestead? You already know what the outcome is. No, you don't. I mean, anything's possible. Look at the truck race where the guy went out on the first lap. That's I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's also possible for somebody, maybe one of the Roush guys will tank, you know, team up on Jimmy and take him out in the first lap and, uh, you know, just run interference as, for Carl the rest of the race. As did happen, speaking of Roush guys that kind of almost got screwed, um, we'll just say Brendan Gaughan got screwed at Homestead by a Roush trucker four years ago. So yeah, that anything Was it a Roush happen. trucker or was it Smith? No, it wasn't a Roush. <gasps> Jim Smith. Jim Smith's Jim Smith. Yeah. Ultra Motorsports. That's right. So let me pimp what we have coming up here in the Freak Nation with Jacobs, Carruthers, and Gladys, and Sargent. First time I've ever said that all last night. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> Coming up in the next two hours here in the Freak Nation, Maz Jabrani, or Maz Jabrani as we like to call him, comedian, headliner for the Clyde Comedy Festival here in Southern California. He's going to be checking in and giving us his two cents on all these Formula One races being run in the Middle East for 2009. Scott have Dixon. To be careful before we get I'm interrupt you. I'm permitted right. to be careful that we don't call him Jabroni. That's a whole different thing <laughs> <laughs> for, our, for our, our New York members of the Freak Nation. Okay, you know, one, two, three, we, not it. I don't. I yeah. vow not to do that. Yeah. You, you well, What the him. hell is that? What's, pardon yeah, my ignorance. Uh, but that's just some weirdness in oh. the you know part of the Bronx or something. You know, or Jersey. Or Might be a hitman, like the mafia hitman. <laughs> Start talking like that. It's all good. So, Ma- Max, Maz, now. Like, Maz. We're Mav. off to a flying start. Mabby Joe. Yeah, we, need to, we need to put in the two-minute, the three-minute now. Put in the three-minute <laughs> delay button and start all start over. Start it all over. <laughs> so, the comedian, he's going to be in here. 
Two-time IndyCar champion Scott Dixon is going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Going to talk to him about the IndyCar banquet and about having pancakes with his wife before race day. Mm-hmm. A little special pancakes this cat would have. Also, Ms. Sprint Cup, Anne-Marie Rhodes. She's going to be checking in with the Freak Nation. And momentarily, we're going to hear from the general manager of Kevin Harvick, Inc., and the spotter for Ron Hornaday. And if you saw that NASCAR truck race, if you saw that NASCAR truck race in Phoenix Friday night, you saw what the hell happened between Ron Hornaday and Johnny Benson. Now it's, what, three points crash? Yes, three points separate them. This is going to be a at least a series that comes down to, Similar to what Cup did in 2004 with Kurt Busch winning the championship down to the last lap. You know what? Well, these guys uh, what, don't need a chase, though. Well, they yeah, do it without exactly. a chase. They, they manufactured something in the in the Cup ch- yep. to, the chase to make it close, and it's 150 points or whatever is difference between the two guys there. And there's no manufacturer chasing the trucks, and there's three or points nationwide. difference. Or nationwide, <laughs> and it's still up in the air. Yep. Funny how they work. So we're going to have, uh, again, momentarily, Rick Corelli, general manager of Kevin Harvick Racing. He's going to be checking in with us. Some big-time giveaways we've got. Dale Earnhardt, senior DVDs, 10 of his greatest races. Thanks to our friends at A&E Home Entertainment, available in stores now. Also, Speed Zone gift cards for Southern California. And, of course, of our, our friends at Surf City Garage, premium car care products, we have a Surf City Garage toolbox with all kinds of fine shine for your ride. Yes! Oh, yes! Wow! Going to be giving that away within the next two hours. Who fine. the hell was that in my head there? Fine shine for your ride. That Freaking is. fine shine. That's pretty cool. God. Yes! Look at wheels in there. Yes! Oh, yes! Wow! So we got okay. some. We got some shine that'll take the shine off, and some shine that'll put the yeah. shine on. Maybe it'll take the shine out of that guy's voice that was in my head there. Man, he's a happy bastard. Yes, we can. All right, here's your voices coming inside your head with a few numbers: eighty-six, sixty-nine freaks. That's eight six six. 937. That's your direct number here in the Lucas Oil Studios. You can email 3257 us. if you want to finish the number off. 8669 Freaks or 8669 Freaks. <laughs> 866937. That little wrinkle is really taking you off. The- uh, yeah, this wrinkle about, <laughs> about four feet away. <laughs> and you can also text us. Text the word freak and your message to 25827. Text the word freak. <laughs> And your message to 25827. Man, let's get Corelli in here. Maybe he can help relieve some of these anxieties we got going on. Now in the Speed Freaks pits, his first time in the Freak Nation, general manager for Kevin Harvick Racing and the spotter for Ron Hornaday, which I don't think he had something to do with Ron Hornaday's spin and turn four in Phoenix. Did you, Rick Corelli? And so much for those phone lines. We're now on the seven-minute delay. (laughs) Rick Corelli, he was on there. We lost him. Maybe it's all with that mic. That whole position just doesn't work. I don't know what the hell's going on. I saw him there on the line, and all of a sudden, boom, he was gone. Rick Corelli, general manager of Kevin Harvick, Inc. Maybe he needs a spotter. That first, I mean, seriously. The, the first corner in the Freak Speedway has been... Yeah, It has been interesting, to it say the least. We wiped out. Man, yes, we did. We're no longer in the points race. All people give a crap about tonight is these big-ass giveaways from Dale Earnhardt Senior DVD, Surf City Garage, Toolboxes, Speed Zone gift cards. Just keep the number handy. 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Let's try it again. Is Corelli there? Corelli, can you hear us all right? 
Yeah, you got me. You guys dumped me like a two of clubs. Dan, <laughs> we were hoping that you – we were thinking maybe you needed a spotter to come in the Freak Nation, you bastard. Hey, tell me about it. Obviously, after the other night, we needed something going on uh, happening there in Phoenix. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, general manager Kevin Harvick, Inc., and spotter for Ron Hornaday. Rick Corelli joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. So now it comes down to the last race in Homestead. Johnny Benson thought he had a free ride after Hornaday got T-boned by everybody and their mother there in Phoenix, and then Johnny Benson starts falling outside the race. You couldn't have predicted a better finish in Homestead than this, Corelli. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I mean, this looks like something that uh, you wrote in, in books, to, you know, to play the movie here going to Homestead. It's, uh, it seems like who's ever leading the points don't want to take it all the way. And after Hornaday had his first incident, you know, we had a fast truck in uh, practice and sit on the pole, and, you know, lo and behold, here we go, down into turn three, and, you know, he loses it. The air pulls him around, and and here, here I'm watching the race, trying to hit the rewind button, and unfortunately we couldn't rewind it. Then I watched Benson getting his big mishap. And uh, actually, here we go, the homestead. It's going to be crazy. So Rick Corelli, general manager, Kevin Harvick racing a Chevrolet team. Yes, we are. Going after a championship against a Toyota team. Has GM uh, pulled you aside and said, dude, whatever you do, you got to get this title? No, general, they haven't said anything to it. I think it's more about all of us there at Kevin Harvey Incorporated. I mean, you know, the boss goes out and wins the race. You know, we put ourselves in a situation like the week before where Kale Gale was driving to Silverado there in uh, Texas, and we get in the situation there in turn three with Hornaday. And, but Hornaday runs wide open, hard all the time. And I think, you know, uh, going down to Homestead, we're going to have all our guns loaded and uh, – it's going to come down the last lap or who makes the least mistakes. And now that was the fast, That was the best dance Rick Corelli I've ever heard. You need to tell me that GM doesn't care if uh, uh, you guys win. I know you guys want to win the championship. But well, you- heck, yeah, General Motors wants to win with everything going on all around. And, you know, I mean, if you if you watched that race the other night, you noticed uh, there was a bunch of people in the KHI's pit 33. I think uh, all the Roush boys were there. There was a lot of Fords. There was... Chevrolet, there's everybody trying to get our stuff put back together. And, uh, you know, we want to keep the manufacturers here in the States. I mean, you know, Tyler's done a great job coming into the series, but, you know, we're all racers and we all care about each other. But I've wore bow ties for many years, and so has all of our competitors at Kevin Harvick Incorporated. Corelli, Toyotas are made in Indiana. Last I checked, that was part of the United States. Yeah, you're right. That's true. But they come over here. It's all good. It's a sombrero, <laughs> as my boss would call it, you know. But uh, they're made there. And uh, I'll tell you what, they've done a heck of a job coming in the series. They started a great uh, process coming into the trucks. They worked their way up. They won their championships. But, you know, I, I want to keep it down here in Kernersville, North Carolina, with Ron Hornaday. I want to put him – I want to make him the fourth uh, series champion in our series. Well, Rick, real quick, you know – well, if you don't know, then I'm going to tell you. Oh, You're going to tell me. It, absolutely. It was after one of his wins the beginning of September. We had him on. We actually had him on like three weeks in a row because he was just kicking ass at that time of the year. And he did tell us on the air that he would dye his hair Camping World yellow for the banquet if he took the championship home. We need you to make sure that happens. Well, I'm telling you what, I'm going to have to remind him of that. I mean, he, he, he'll tell you straight up he's been dying it for a long time. He might as well die yellow, I guess. So. <laughs> That's Actually, nice. I thought it was Camping World Blue. We can let's let's just make I it blue. It, let's I make it blue. It was blue. Well, yeah, you're going to tell me. So you told me something wrong, but we do have a yellow stripe on the side of it, along with the blue color. We got two different blues there. We got the blue for the VFW, and we got the blue for the Camping World. Well, I know, so I know Statman would not like this, Rick Corelli, General Manager of Kevin yeah. Harvick. Maybe make it look like a Michigan helmet. 
with no, blood. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that that'd be different right there. Either you could put a if you make it like a Michigan helmet, you got to put Ohio State Buckeye leaves all over. <laughs> you guys got some stuff going on there, busting on each other, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now wait a second. We got to we got to take a moment out on the show here to say a happy birthday to Mr. Corelli. Uh, I believe today is his birthday. No way. Yep. Corelli, is that you right? Hit, you guys hit the nail on the head. You guys, you're, you're checking out your staff from somebody. Somebody. Uh, Sent them all in there pretty good. So, or you're looking it up on. That's minute, our boy Corelli. Throttle doing is, his work. How sad is that, Corelli, that you spend your birthday night talking to the speed freaks? Dude, you got nothing going on, do you? Aww. But I'm going to tell you what. You guys got some energy on the show. This is about the third one I've done today, and, and you guys are right. I mean, <laughs> you dump me like a two of clubs trying to get involved on the show. And then you bust <laughs> about Indiana. Then you bust me about yellow and blue. Here we go. Well, listen, Rick. <laughs> happy birthday. And as a birthday gift, I guess, is that, uh, you know, your series is probably the most interesting one in racing nowadays. You oh, guys are yeah. the closest race coming down in the championship. How are you feeling about that? Well, I mean, being involved in the truck series when it first started and, you know, being with all these competitors there, I mean, I think the truck series is probably the best thing going on right now. I mean, you see Hornaday knowing what's at stake, running down into turn three with Kyle Busch that drives the wheels off of everything along with Ron Hornaday and puts himself in a situation to try to lead the first lap to get five points, you know, knowing that he had a truck that all we have to do is race to 23, but everybody and all the competitors run wide open. I mean, I, we tell him not to do anything different. I mean, I know afterwards he told me, he goes, Curly, I can't believe it, man. That's like a rookie mistake. I go, but you know what, Hornaday? We're all in this together. You drive like you drive, and you're wide open. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing we have to do is go to Homestead now and uh, do the best job we can do like we've been doing all year. So, Rick Corelli, you may go into the Speed Freaks Hall of Fame. We had a guy who talked to us from his bed with his wife on his honeymoon. Oh, we did. So uh, we may, you talking to us on your birthday night, we may have to nominate you for the Speed Freak Hall of Fame as one of our all-time uh, <laughs> sad calls. <laughs> how, how, how good, what's that, what's that get? What do I get out You of get bulls. Sucks. You get bulls, get... balls. <laughs> oh, awesome. Where are, you guys, where are you guys out of, actually, in California? Los Angeles. Los Angeles? Dude, you're on, you're on the Freak Radio Network, about 50, 60 radio stations across the country, Sirius Satellite, live on the net. You're on the Armed Forces Network, and you're on Cable Radio ne- Network. You're all over the place, dude. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yes. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm awesome. I'm an honor to be on it, to be honest with you. I mean, I spent a lot of time in California when I raced out there many times. So, I mean, it's uh, it's an honor to be on an honor to represent. You'll get an opportunity. Hornaday's driving his uh, bus down to Homestead tonight, and uh Harvick's flying home from Phoenix after winning the truck race on Friday night, and boss had to show it how it was done. Brilliant! So wait, were you born in California or born in Colorado? Actually, I was born in Colorado, but my son, uh, Dominic, was born in Bakersfield, California, when I, out there in 1991. Oh, so is that how you got close with the Harvick family, was Big Town? Well, actually, Kevin's father used to be my crew chief, and I've known him for many years, and I've known Kevin since he nice. was a young man, so... Uh, it's sort of something, you know, you, everything comes in full circle. I mean, me and Hornaday raced with each other for many years. Rick Rand was a crew chief of mine, and uh, Ernie Copes, a West Coaster out there uh, up in the uh, Oregon area. And, uh, you know, it all come full circle, and here we are racing. So, Rick, we've got to – all right, we're just going to put you on the spot. you got to have okay. some stories, something to embarrass Kevin or Ron with. 
Any stories? Uh, we all got stories, but you know that's what, is, what happens on the road stays on the road. Oh no, it does that. not. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> yes, it does. Kevin signs the check, so you can't. He's not going to give you a Kevin story. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to rise my that bait. My, I'm not going to cut my nose off spite my face. Come yeah, on, you got to give us something on Ron. Ron, I mean, I tell you what, Ron's wide open. Yes, uh, he is. He can, he can drink some Coors Light. I can tell you that. And Hornaday <laughs> is uh, one big party. He's a great guy to be around. A lot of energy. And a good time as you're popping a beer, right? <laughs> his, his name is Rick Corelli, general manager, Kevin Harvick, Inc., and the spotter for Ron Hornaday. My friend, I, with Johnny Benson, I'm sure Johnny Benson's listening up there in Wisconsin right now. Wisconsin? But, he's from Michigan, man. What? Well, he, lives in, well, he lives in Wisconsin, doesn't he? No. No. no Come on now. You're going to bust on me. i got to bust back. <laughs> All right, you buster. <laughs> No, actually, Johnny Benson, I'll tell you what, is one great competitor. I mean, uh, at the start of this year, we had a, we knew it was going to come down to Johnny and Ron. I mean, we said that's who we were going to race at the start of the year. I mean, Rick Renz put together a heck of a race team down here, and uh, we said we had to get better on our pit stops. We had to get our trucks better and come down to it at the end of the year. We'd be racing Johnny Benson in Homestead. And I'll tell you what, if uh, go back and look at the notes we put together in February, I mean, who, whoever thought this was how it would happen. Well, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Corelli, good luck to you in Homestead, my friend. Thank you for coming to the Freak Nation, buddy. I'll tell you what, you guys have a great night, and it's, uh, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to be on the Wall of Shame or the Hall of Fame, whatever you guys want to call it. <laughs> balls <laughs> of Fame. Uh, balls of Fame. All right. All right. Tell Hornaday he's our bro. Uh, tell him to paint his hair. How's that? Yes. All right. Later. All right. You guys have a good evening. General Manager Kevin Harvick, Inc., and spotter for Ron Hornaday. Got a big old race coming up in Homestead next weekend. When we continue, comedian. Maz Jabrani is going to be in here headlining the Clyde Comedy Festival. We're going to talk about him, about the number of Formula One races in the Middle East next week, next year. Next year. Also, hey. Scott Dixon, IndyCar champion, coming up. And more Speed Freaks Pits. Seven out of ten Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. Whatever. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions, and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, 
the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Hey, Freak Nation, do you know how to put the freaking shine on your ride? Well, we do, and we're going to tell you how. Enthusiast-grade car care products from Surf City Garage. These are the exact same formulas they developed for their own car collection, and you'll be blown away when you use them on your ride. Pick up Surf City Garage products at your local dealer or log on to SurfCityGarage.com, and they'll hook you up with waxes, polishes, detail sprays. In fact, they've got everything you need to detail your ride, because at Surf City Garage, baby, your ride is worth it. It's the Speed Freaks brought to you by Surf City Garage, the only guys to offer up enthusiast-grade car care products. Log on to SurfCityGarage.com for more freaking information. You're back with the Freaks, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257 or text 25827. Text the word FREAK to 25827 and your message. Crash, Chris, Dad, I'm Kenny Sargent. Now with us, you've seen him on, well... Craig Ferguson, you might have seen him on CNN, and if you're in Southern California, you can see him performing shoot all over the place. Would you please welcome... Especially starting Tuesday. Yeah, starting Tuesday. Would you please welcome, for his first time in the Freak Nation, Maz Jabrani. What's up there, Maz? What's up, Freaks? How you doing? More importantly, we understand you're in the damn car, so as Statman said earlier, that makes you a full-fledged member of the Freak Nation, so <laughs> that you can drive a damn car, you bastard. Oh yeah, I, uh, I, I've, uh, I'm pretty damn good with these cars. Uh, I know you put the, pr- you, you know, you press the thing on the right, it goes, and you press the thing on the left, and it stops. It's pretty amazing. That's <laughs> all you need to know. <laughs> Maz, you're from, you're, you're Persian. You're from where? Uh, well, I was born in Iran. You know, uh, Axis of Evil member, and uh, then uh, I grew up in the Bay Area, up uh, in Northern California, uh, and now I'm down in Los Angeles, my friend. Well, Maz, I don't know if you've been paying attention to Formula One, which is which is like the creme de la creme of motorsports racing across the world. And for 2009, there's going to be, I believe, no fewer than three races in the Middle East. And the Middle Easterns are forking up some major league bean to get these races in their countries. You have a problem yeah. with that? Hey, man, it's all good. If the money's there, you got to go out. Just make sure, uh, you know, that you got to schedule it in the, in the cooler time of the year because... It's pretty hot all the time over there. I uh, is, is it Dubai? Is Dubai doing one? I think Dubai might be doing one, though. Yep, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and Bahrain. Oh man, I've been to all three of those places. Man, it is. It's, those are cool places. Uh, they're cool and they're cool, but not cool like weatherwise. Maz, cool. come on! We don't want them to be chilled out temperatures because we want the ladies. I'm sure you guys want the ladies to take it off, right? You don't know, understand. Chilled out temperatures in those places is like 98 degrees. I gotcha. You. Yeah. you have a wind chill uh, of 80, huh? Like, like I'm telling you, like, like Bahrain. The name the, the, for for a country with the word rain in the title, it just doesn't rain. It should be called Bahat. Bah, really hot. Well, comedian Miles Jabrani joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. How's the? How would the trim? How would the ladies be at those races in uh, in the Middle East? Well, uh, covered up, I suppose. Oh. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, actually, those places those places are really liberal. Actually, they're they're uh, they're pretty open with uh, Dubai and and Abu Dhabi and Bahrain. Those are three good places. You just can't go to like you know 
can't do it in Saudi Arabia because then, like, they will be covered up, and uh, and you don't know what the hell's going on. So, was there a pretty pretty large uh, racing fan base in the Middle East? Are you have you seen that when you've been over there? Yeah, man, it's huge. It's amazing, actually. Uh, they love cars. I guess when you got money to buy Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff, you, you get into it. So they love cars, um, and and yeah, they're they're big on that stuff, man. I mean. Uh, the, the, they have they had horse races last time I was out there, and I know that the cars are big, soccer's big. Those are like the three three of the bigger sports out there. But you know, and the cars you see out there, it's just sick. It's like, you know, like again, Dubai. There's so much money out there. Some dude, uh, I think last year in an auction, paid fourteen million dollars to get a license plate with a number one on it. That was worth it. What? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't go very fast over there because I know in Dubai uh, there's so much construction and the infrastructure really hasn't caught up with it. There's so many cars. What do you do with a Ferrari or a Veyron in, in Dubai? I guess you just look good, I suppose. You let it uh, idle. Yeah, you just let it idle. Look at me. I'm in my car. Look, air conditioning. Air conditioning, top of the line. Maz Jobani, <laughs> comedian, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pitch. You've talked quite a bit in, in your stand-ups about racism against uh, Persians. Arabs, Asians. There's racism in racing against some some blacks that are racing in Formula One. Mm-hmm. You got some advice for the racism in racing? Yeah, man. You got to just uh, let people be. You know, I mean, it's like you know. I'm telling you, I, I've, I've seen it. We saw it in the elections this past year. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw that clip. In uh, there was a clip at, a, at the McCain rally when that lady grabbed the. Uh, she grabbed the uh, microphone from McCain and said, I don't trust him. He's an Arab. Did you guys see that clip? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. And then if you listen close enough, she was getting ready to use the N-word. She goes, I don't trust him. He's an Arab. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Racism exists, people, in the elections, in racing. But I, I really think it's good that we get we mix it up, man. That's the best thing. You got to mix it up. You got to let people do their thing. And if the guy's the best at what he does, it doesn't matter with the color of his skin. It's just let him do it. Well, so, let's bring let's bring this. Um, I don't know the the Middle Eastern flair to American motorsports. And who do you think of these big names? Who do you think would look best in a turban? And let's really market this for two thousand nine. How about Dale Earnhardt Jr., Danica Patrick, or John Force, who's a really crazy drag racer well, by Dan- the way? Danica and a burka. Okay, there and you go. The Danica and a burka. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's challenging. You know what? You know, I'll tell you what. One of the things that you'll see in the Middle East, and you guys got to go to one of these races, it's amazing. Some of these women, like especially like in places like Dubai and the sort, they'll like have, it's not a burqa, they'll have like this, uh, almost like a, uh, not, not a full veil even, it's kind of like this cool like black thing that they put over themselves, but underneath it, they've got like the sexiest shoes, glittery, like if things stand out, like they, they, these women go and they shop like high-end Dolce Gabbana, gold, bling, bling, like it's almost like underneath it you've got like, you know, uh, uh, some like, uh, you know, like uh, FHM model or something, Maxim model. I swear they're crazy. So what I think is what we do, we take Danica, we put her in a skimpy outfit, and we throw one of these things over her, and uh, and I think uh, you let her let her be, you know, let her do uh, let her walk around all skimped out underneath and, and a little Skimp. little coverage on top. I think it would be fun. So uh, Maz Jabrani, the with the uh, election this past week, I'm sure that having a black president in the United States gave gave you a whole new set of uh, jokes that you could do in your stand up. Uh, were you uh, pleased with the outcome? That gave you some more things to talk about this uh, this next four years. 
Well, I'll tell you what. A lot of comedians are sad that George Bush is leaving because <laughs> he was gold. Um, but uh, but I'm telling you, Barack, he's got. I'm sure he's got plenty plenty to ha- to give us, and uh, and it's already yeah, it's already started with with just like you know, I mean, uh, people, you know, it's just it's just funny that people's reactions around the world and the sort, and people think that like I, I just I was just listening to the radio and they were talking about. Uh, some people in the Middle East are going, this is definitely a conspiracy. This guy's not black. We think that there's something going on. Like, everyone thinks there's a conspiracy behind something. Like, in America, like, they don't trust America. And it's like, dude, black guy won. Just, you know, give it up. You know, give it up for the black dude. So I'm excited. Uh, his middle name's Hossein. Uh, I have a cousin named Hossein. So it's all good, man. And and you're headed right down into uh, Brea, California, which, of course, is in Orange County, which is a, you know, it's a Republican area. You know, you gonna try out some of your demo material tonight, dude? I've uh, been here this weekend, and I and I've been doing it. And uh, just last night, somebody was telling me, he's like, they, they told me to go, bro. In the middle of your set, there were these like real like hardcore dudes that were upset at what you were saying. And I'm like, what can I say? I mean, you know, McCain lost, and you know, he actually was very gracious with his uh, uh, concession speech. Um, and I, you know, I like the older McCain. I'll be honest with you. I mean, he's old now, but you know what I'm saying. Older in terms of <laughs> the of, past McCain, the 1999-2000 McCain. Yeah. yeah, the 2000. I like the 2000 McCain. What the McCain that, that hooked up with Palin? I just oh come on, Palin. She was just. Uh, now you say you, li- you liked McCain's reaction in his concession speech. Her reaction was even more priceless. Her <laughs> lip was trembling, and she was ready to cry. It's like I was supposed to be vice president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was. She got. You know, she was ready for it, man. And what's funny was now, uh, you know, I don't. Did you guys see the Katie Couric interview? Yes. Where, uh, oh. Yeah, a, oh my gosh. <laughs> I watched that, and you know, so Katie Couric says, "What qualifies you for foreign policy experience?" She goes, "You know, I live in uh, Alaska." Russia's over there. I can see it. Canada's behind me. And that's my foreign policy experience. I'm watching. I'm like, you know what? This reminds me of me every time I've lied at a job interview to get a job. Yeah. You know? But they're like, what qualifies you to manage this company? I'm like, well, I managed to get here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a racing expert because you could drive a car. I mean, there it is. Yeah, same line of thought. Put her in office. She's got my vote. You actually actually have uh, uh, more to worry about. You don't have to worry about the people in Orange County because if you say the wrong thing, some people in the Middle East can do a lot more than grumble in the audience uh, in Orange County. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's funny actually. I'll tell you what. I've done I've done shows in the Middle East, and this was this is an uh, actual serious point. What's interesting is that when we went to the Middle East to do shows, um, we went to some you know these countries that are pretty uh, liberal for the Middle East, and every time the promoter was like, "Guys, just don't talk about religion. Do not talk about religion." And we're like, "All right, no problem. You know, no, you know, we didn't want to know what what the results would be. You know, we, you know, it's like, what's going to happen? They're like, you don't want to know, my friend. Just don't talk about." It. I was like, "All right, fine." But what's interesting is. In America, uh, when I did uh, when I did some of my uh, TV sets, the the uh, the uh, Booker would say, "Listen, Maj, you can talk about anything you want, but don't talk about our sponsors. Do not talk about our sponsors." And that made me realize that for us, our religion is tied. Like you know, that's our religion. Like you can't talk about tied on TV. You know, <laughs> it, well, it's what it's whatever funds you. You know, in the yeah. Middle East, it's the religion that's funding you, and, and yeah. here it's tied. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Maz Jabrani joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And Maz, before we get out of here, it's going to be an interesting relationship between Barack Obama and Ahmadinejad over there in Iran. You have some advice for Barack on how to handle those relationships? 
Well, I'll tell Barack, I'll tell you what, Barack, uh, he needs to uh, be, be wary because Ahmadinejad, uh, Ahmadinejad has a technique. It's a Persian technique, and uh, what it is is you answer a question with a question, and that gets you away from having to answer the question, if you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> Sounds like I a guess, political tactic in general. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, like, like Barack's got to be careful if he ends up, like, you know, dealing with them because uh, it, it, there was an interview last year on 60 Minutes. I swear, the guy, the guy was using this technique so well. The interviewer goes, so, do you have a nuclear program? He goes, I don't know. Do you have a nuclear program? <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and then the guy goes, the guy goes, everybody knows America has a nuclear program. He goes, does everybody know America has a nuclear program? <laughs> I swear to God, he was doing that technique, and the, and the, and the interviewer got frustrated. He's like, forget it, interview's over. He goes, is this interview over? <laughs> so that's what I tell him. Be careful. All right, here's your website, Freak Nation, mazjobani.com. That's M-A-Z-J-O-B-R-A-N-I.com. And, of course, you can see him at the Clyde Comedy Festival, Tuesday, El Portal Theater, in North Hollywood. Go to ClydeTV.com. That's ClydeTV.com. Hey, Moz, when you get some time, we want to get you up here in the Lucas Oil Studios to be a part of the Freak Nation. All right, dude? I would love to do it, guys. Love to do it. Right on. Thanks, but you partner. have to wear a burqa. Yeah. Yeah, I wear a burqa. I wear it all the time. I'm, I'm in a burqa right now. It's great. <laughs> with, that... with a bikini underneath, I'm telling you. Ow! And some Gucci shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Moz. All right, guys. Take care. Maz Jabrani joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. That's mazjabrani.com and, of course, the Clyde Festival. I'm going to go check that out. That's week? right up by my house uh, in North Hollywood. I think it's on Lancashire. Oh, that's the, right. Uh, right there, NoHo. Yeah, exactly. All right, coming up to Speed Freaks Pits, we have Ms. Sprint Cup. She gets more hits on NASCAR.com than anything else. Ooh. Ms. Sprint Cup. Yep, the woman you see handing Tony Stewart the trophy. Spraying the Gatorade on a few happy members in that black and yellow outfit. Yeah, Ms. Sprint Cup. Happy members. Anne Marie Rhodes will be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. What? Happy members. You better be happy. Yeah. <laughs> if you see yes! her, they make oh, her happy. Yes! Wow! <laughs> also, coming up, IndyCar champion two times over. Scott Dixon's going to be in here. Got a big ass giveaway for you, Freak Nation. Let's make it callers six and seven. 86 69 Freaks. That's 866. 866- 937-3257. It's a five-DVD set. A five-DVD set. Dale Earnhardt Sr., his ten greatest racers, thanks to our friends at A&E Home Entertainment, available in stores now. Dale Earnhardt Sr., five DVDs, his ten greatest races ever. A commemorative, snappy little ten DVD holder. Pretty cool. That's T-I-N to you and me. That's 8669 Freaks. What did I say? Call her 6 and 7? 6 and 7. All right. 866-937-3257. When we continue, Ms. Sprint Cup. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. It's the Speed Freaks Motorsports Moment with Chris Jacobs. Brought to you by Surf City Garage Premium Car Care Products. The biggest event in off-road racing begins in two weeks. The Score Baja 1000 takes place every November on the Baja Peninsula of Mexico. This year, it's a loop track. 681 rugged desert miles starting and finishing in Ensenada. The brutal test of endurance is an all-out overnight sprint, won usually by motorcycles. Winning times range anywhere from 14 to 24 hours. 
Standout Honda team rider Johnny Campbell will be going for his 12th Baja 1000 win in the last 13 years. That's the Speed Freaks Motorsports Moment, brought to you by Surf City Garage, the only guys to offer up enthusiast-grade car care products. Log on to SurfCityGarage.com for more freaking information. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models. Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, have you had a chance to check out SurfCityGarage.com yet? What are you freaking waiting on, baby? They've got over 100 vintage muscle cars at Surf City Garage just sitting under one roof. These are the original car guys. They not only restore their cars right there on site, they also keep them looking new with their own line of car care products. Man, you got to try this stuff. Nothing even comes close. And it's all at Surf City Garage. Hey, your ride's worth it. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Speed Freaks, you know Racer Magazine is America's best motorsports publication. Now pair it with MyRacer.com and you have the best one-two punch in motorsports. Racer Magazine goes behind the scenes of all major racing events, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, NHRA, sports cars, rally, drifting, and more. With hands down the best photos, feature stories, and cutting-edge coverage of all the key issues. Want to go interactive? Then hit MyRacer.com. You can create your own profile, blog, and interact with other race fans and drivers. If you want to keep up with the racing world, get Racer Magazine. And for even more, join me and the community at MyRacer.com. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. Let me see if I can hit the notes that my boy did from Iron Maiden. You take my life as it comes true! God. Next. Yeah. Live and the yes. We'll, we'll oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, that, um, hmm. So, I saw Iron Maiden in 19... Stats just speechless. 1980 <laughs> with Saxon and Fastway. And all I remember, I had a few cocktails. All I remember, this one broad, one big old broad, no bra on, older woman at the time, so she was probably 30. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Hmm. All she said was, 
Saxon. Saxon. How are those guys still? Do you think they're wearing the same spandex they were wearing? No, they're not. I know they're not. In fact, Nico McBrain, the drummer, he does still wear. Wait, 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 wait. Nico McBrain? McBain, excuse me. Oh, I was getting ready to say. This has been quite the linguistics like lesson for Kenny today. It does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let me That's grab way you more the, rock and roll. Let me grab you by the Nico McBrain. I'm hanging some Nico McBrain. I must have the Woo. shortest chair. I must be sitting in the shortest chair in history. I sat down, and now I can't see, and nobody can see me. I'm like sitting in the hole. You know. Wow. Southern California Freak Nation, I have some Speed Zone <laughs> gift certificates for you. Callers 4 and 5, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257. Speed Zone just off the I-60 here in Southern California, the city of industry. Be a part of the drag car, slick track. Hop on in there, play some mad videos. Those there. drag cars are completely yeah. live. I Zero to 60 in like three seconds. Yeah. yeah. Callers 4 and 5, 86, 69 Freaks, only here in Southern California, just off the 60 freeway there in City of Industry, thanks to our friend at Speed Zone. Two $25 gift certificates were given away. Callers 4 and 5, 866-937-3257. Now the Speed Freaks pits. We had a chance to meet her in Texas. She's been on hold for, damn, like eight minutes. It's worth it. Yeah, I know it's worth it. She's a, she's a sweetheart. Would you please welcome back to the Freak Nation, Ms. Sprint Cup and Marie Rhodes. What's up, Ann? So you've been on hold for about eight minutes. What have you What have you gotten out of our show? Well, uh, I'm freaking excited. I know that. Were you excited <laughs> at my singing? <laughs> like I kind of was like coming into the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden, I was like, "They know that I'm on hold." Sure. <laughs> That's how we roll, Anne Marie. <laughs> kind of get a little inside scoop there. Yeah. Well, Anne Marie Rhodes, Miss Sprint Cup. She's been in the marketing program with Sprint since July of 2007. Prior to that, she's been with the PGA Tour, the NHRA, the PBR. That's the Professional Bull Riding Association. And leaving Sprint Cup out of this, who of, of the drivers and the okay, – of all those athletes, who were the, the, the biggest babies, the biggest whiners oh. out of all those guys you worked with? I'm actually going to answer that. No way. Just say it's the bitches. Oh, she put us on hold. I, I guess the Sprint Cup pilots <laughs> just kind of went in there and took care of that. What the hell is that? That's called a Sprint button. Dude, NASCAR's got some deep-reaching censorship right there. That, I know. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> is she still on wheels? What the hell is that? That's true. Uh-oh. Is that part of her is answer? Is that us? Or? No, I'm going to put her on hold. Let me see if I can get back to it. Go ahead and bring her back up, wheels. All right, let's try it again. <laughs> This is uh, this is crazy, man. Aw, wow, Miss Sprint Cup. That was just the first question. (laughs) That's that's what it was. Is she was going to say the PGA and those happy bastards in the PGA got on the phone and says no? They did. Our golfers are not the whiniest out of the (laughs) except for John Daly. It's the Pro Bowlers Association. Well, I wonder if she was just in Vegas because the uh, the uh, bull riding convention is there at the same time at the Mandalay. Yeah, it's a funny cross section between car guys and and cowboys. It really is. Exactly. Yes. Those are some bad dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. The PBR, that, uh, the professional bull riders. I mean, those guys. 
Wow. There's no way they could be the biggest whiners. It looks like Ann's back. She's been she's been debriefed by NASCAR and she's back. (laughs) She's allowed to answer the question. What the hell was that? I don't know. Did you guys not want to talk to me anymore? Man. So who are the biggest (laughs) who are the biggest whiners? The golfers? Uh, Honestly, I can't really say any of them are the biggest whiners. NASCAR is the most rowdy. Let's say that. There you go. They're the most fun. They're definitely the most fun. You see, there's the answer she got while she was put on old. You know, she got the right answer. It's very politically correct answer. (laughs) There's not really like liners. I would say, you know, there's not really that John Daly of NASCAR. I can't really point one out like that. You know, it's like the the crazy dude. But. No, no whiners. No, they're all really nice to me. I mean, I wonder I'm the why. I wonder why they're nice to you. Because no, <laughs> she's hot. No, Anne Marie. Okay, who would be who would be rowdier though? Would it be John Daly or Tony Stewart? Oh my gosh! Good question. I'd have to say I just like to see the two of them hanging out together. That would be awesome. <laughs> Man, she, speaking they of, throw back a few there'd be some jail time that. involved for sure. <laughs> Anne-Marie P.C. Rhodes here. Yeah, she's great. Brilliant. Anne-Marie Rose, Miss Sprint Cup, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pitch. You see her in victory lane throughout at least half the season, right? Yes, yes. Now, what, are you, what are your responsibilities, Anne-Marie, for, in, in victory lane? In victory lane, my responsibility is to have fun. You know, we get that initial shot behind the camera right when the driver jumps out. And then after that, it's basically to get uh, it soaked as much as possible with champagne. <laughs> Is there special training for that? It sounds like tough work. <laughs> and then tell all the fans about it the next race, you know, so they get the the good inside track of what it's like in Victory Lane. Because if they come to the Sprint Experience at all the tracks, they can actually talk to us. So, you know, we hang out with them for two days straight, and then we go to Victory Lane right after that. Actually, Anne-Marie, you know, you were on, obviously you know, and I'll tell the rest of the Freak Nation, you were on our our pre-race show from Dallas, and you had talked about being a part of the Sprint Experience, which is in the Midway. And it's so funny because later on, right before the start of the race, Kenny and I went out to the Sprint Experience to see somebody, and this particular person said, oh, my gosh, today was great. Miss Sprint Cup came in here, and he was talking about how hot you were. Oh, how cool that is. Yeah, see, that's what's really great because my job is to be an ambassador um, for Sprint, and the best part about it is that all the fans, you know, I bring them closer to the sport of NASCAR. So when they want to know what it's like to be in Victory Lane and what I hear the drivers saying to the crew chiefs and all that, they can actually you know, come up and hang out with me. It's not like uh, a quick appearance thing either. I'm there all day. Hey, Anne Marie, can you hold on? Can we bring you back next segment? <laughs> it, no, we, I gotta go, I, we got to go to break. Oh. NASCAR just called. They need to debrief you again. No. <laughs> Can we put you on hold and bring you back next break? We've got we've got to go pay some bills real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Anne Marie Rhodes, Miss Sprint Cup, gonna put her on hold. Coming back in the Freak Nation. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in speed freaks. Hey, Freak Nation, have you checked out Hub Garage yet? It's the coolest car community on the net. If you love cars, HubGarage.com's got everything you're looking for. Original programming, videos, pictures, blogs, event information. Meet new friends and network with people who love what you love. Cars, it's the best place to see what's hot and show everybody else what you've got. Getting started on Hub Garage is easy, and it's free. Just log on to HubGarage.com and create your own garage today. Hub Garage, it's where car people connect. Hey, Speed Freaks, Kenny Sargent giving you the down low on Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. You want to eliminate dry starts and reduce friction, heat, and wear in any type of engine? You get Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer today. Losing oil in your rig like a sieve? Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer reduces oil consumption and operating temperatures. You can also use it in your gear oil to stop leaks and increase the life of your gear oil. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer keeps old engines alive and new engines do. Pick some up at your favorite auto parts dealer today. They say a man should always dress for the job he wants. So why am I dressed up like a pirate in this restaurant? It's all because some hacker stole my identity. Now I'm in here every evening serving chowder and iced tea. Should have gone to freecreditreport.com. I could have seen this coming at me like an atom bomb. They monitor your credit and send you email alerts. So you don't end up selling fish to tourists in t-shirts. Offer applies with enrollment and triple advantage. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number nine Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. You're back with the Freaks. Chris Jacobs, Statman. Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Your phone number, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257. Or as you have been doing, you can text us, 25827, the word FREAK, and your message to 25827. Back on the horn with us, Ms. Sprint Cup, Anne-Marie Rhodes. Getting back to a little bit of the Q&A. Jacobs, go right ahead. Uh, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> Anne-Marie Rhodes, you still there, darling? Your baby. Oh, look, look at Anne Marie now. Wait, she's still wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. She's now, you, Anne Marie, you've yeah. been—you were on the phone for eight minutes before we first started talking to you. Then you were on the phone for maybe uh, the first conversation was say ten minutes, then another six minutes. Has any man—I've seen your picture. You're a beautiful woman. Has any man ever asked you to stay on the line that long, <laughs> ever in your entire life? It's all for you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The you, guys, you guys want to excuse Anne-Marie and I for a few minutes while we, uh, <laughs> while we work this out? Anne-Marie Rose, Miss Sprint Cup. You see her there in victory lane for the Sprint Cup races. Anne, who's, what, driver, what driver of all the Sprint Cup winners this year that you've worked with and their crew, which one has sprayed the most champagne or Gatorade, whatever their, their post-celebration is? Who's been the wettest? Kyle Bush, Watkins Glen. Oh, sure. what happened? I just got right in the center of everything, 
It was like a hurricane of champagne. <laughs> Did you get a good old Carolina buzz after that? Yeah, that's, well, you know, I didn't drink any of it, but <laughs> I would have, baby. Amory, hey, re- reading your profile uh, on the on the NASCAR side, I see that, that you're a race fan, and you actually were at one of the most historic NASCAR races in history in 1998 when Dale Sr. won. That's a pretty cool race to be in attendance at. Yeah, that was that was definitely, like, one of the coolest NASCAR moments of my whole life. And what was really great about it was because my uh, late uncle was there, and he passed away recently, and so that was, like, one of those memories that I'll just never forget. And I got to walk down on... Um, grass and see victory lane right up close afterwards i have no idea how we got down there but somehow my parents snuck us all down there <laughs> i actually got to watch it up close and that was my first victory lane experience and to be standing in victory lane now you know especially with with dale earnhardt at michigan this year that was just you know just such a cool moment for me personally did that kind of give you know give you birth to, to wanting to be a, a Miss Sprint Cup in the future? Did you did you feel like a, a close connection with racing then? You were already a racing fan. Did, did you kind of look in the in the victory lane and go, hey, I want to be in there working one day? <laughs> I think anybody who sees victory lane wants to be in victory lane, and I don't think it was ever a plan in my life to be there, but when the opportunity came up, it was meant to be, and I absolutely was like, uh, yes, where do I sign? What do I need to do? Let's Let's do this, and it's been the greatest experience of my life. I mean, who can say they get to stand right next to the car right before the driver jumps out? I mean, Anne-Marie, this is Crash. When I was talking to somebody back in Dallas last weekend, and they, they were talking about you and how they thought how, how hot you were, et cetera, et cetera, it, it got me thinking, you've got to run into some people that just can't, that just can't contain themselves around you. Does that sometimes get annoying? It doesn't annoy me at all. You know, I grew up around race bands, so it's, it's I mean, I've had experiences. One time this guy uh, had me uh, lean in and pretend uh, to give him a kiss on the cheek. And oh. in great mood, and I was like, okay, I'll pretend. And, and then all of a sudden he leans in and actually lands one right on my mouth. That was a fun day. Oldest trick oh, in the book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anne-Marie Rose, Miss Sprint Cup, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Thank Spits. goodness she has such a good attitude, because yeah. I bet she gets that a lot. <laughs> Anne-Marie, you get more hits on NASCAR.com than anybody else. Do you have to maintain that blog daily, hourly? I maintain it every week. So as soon as we're done with the race, we write a blog um, recapping that race. And, and I do other things, too. Like, I've got some really cool interviews coming up. Um, I just did a Q&A with Larry McReynolds and then one with his son, Brandon McReynolds. Um, so check that out. Cause I thought that was a really cool uh, take on NASCAR. And, you know, um, I've also got one with uh, Gil Martin coming up, too. I think you guys will like that. Ooh, and nice w- where insight. Can, where cool. can people learn more about uh, Miss Sprint Cup? It's not just, you know, a recap of the race. We really try to bring uh, as many people in as we can. I mentioned you guys last week. Did you see? I saw that. I still need to get those pictures out to you, though. But, yes, I did see that, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah, we got to put them up on the website. All right. Just send them to I will definitely send them to we'll you. We'll get them to you. Because I know all the guys there are wanting to see on the site, too. Trust me. All right. <laughs> Anne Marie Rhodes, Miss Sprint Cup, joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And I know it's late where you are. Thank you very much for coming to the yes. Freak Nation, sweetheart. Looking forward to getting you back in here. Anytime, anytime. And, hey, whenever I come out there, I'm going to come and see you guys in person. you got to wear that fire suit, though. 
Of course. I never take it out. Right now. She has it on we'll right have now. the champagne waiting. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Victory Lane in the Freak Nation. That would be cool. She, she can show us how to do it. I'm sure the engineer would love that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah true. <laughs> All right, Anne-Marie, have a good night, darling. So much, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Anne-Marie Rhodes, Ms. Sprint Cup, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You go to NASCAR.com, hit the community section, and, well, you can't miss it. She's got a huge blog. Coming up, IndyCar champion two times over, Scott Dixon. He'll be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Also got some weird freaking news we hope to get to, and a big old giveaway from our friends there at Surf City Garage. Need some fine shine for your freaking ride? Well, Surf City Garage, <laughs> premium car care products, they've got it. We got a Surf City Garage toolbox we're going to be giving away. And we finally, or at least I finally, saw one of those at the SEMA show this week. And yep. Wow. That <laughs> is pretty nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the aforementioned thong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, yes. That was we, should, we should send Surf City Garage a bunch of thongs, <laughs> and they can put a thong in every one of the toolboxes. There you oh. go. That's perfect. <laughs> Find shine for your ride. And you have to wear it while you're washing your car. <laughs> <laughs> and take a picture, and we'll put it on our lizard fill Stan, site. You keep sinking over there. I can't see you over the computers, man. You know, I told you. I sat down in this chair, and I fell into a hole. He's been thinking about the aforementioned thong. And he's still thinking, why did Kenny try to sing on air? <laughs> I think he I had a thong on. Notes. That's what yeah, exactly. he was able to hit those high notes. I can't hit those high notes anymore. What was it? What's the problem? What the hell? What the hell was it? I think it might have been the antibiotics. Antibiotics? I don't know. Is that what they call them now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. the code? Is that the latest code? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Throttle J. Is that, is, we, we tried to get some antibiotics into Mexico. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bagpipes and clues. <laughs> All right, Freak Nation. Our new president-elect, Barack Obama. Yes, course, we can. Of course, he skunked old John McCain. And then Lewis Hamilton, the first black, not African-American, as I was so, uh, yeah, right, exactly. so stringently corrected. In last week's show, the first black to win a major four-wheel championship. He won the Formula One championship for 2008. And let's just throw last it in. Weekend. James Bubba Stewart is a multi-time champion in motocross and supercross. And, hey, <laughs> let's just throw it in because it's going to come into the topic. Okay. I, okay, I guess it is. That's it where is. I'm going. But Lewis He's Hamilton. quite a talent. Lewis Hamilton. And, Stat, help me out with this. You you think it was the Spain fans in in Brazil, is that right? Where they well, showed the, up with the they, blackface? They booed him in both Spain and Brazil. And I think it was in Spain where they showed up with the blackface and the wigs and uh, you know the Hamilton family on their t shirts that they were wearing. The right. race in Spain and Catalonia in the middle of the season we're talking yeah, about, yeah. and then also last weekend at the season finale in Brazil he had quite a few boos. And racism in motorsports not just in formula one overseas but racism in sports in general overseas is is covered pretty heavily over here in the states well because it involves two of the most popular two the uh, two the most popular motorsport in the world formula one and the most popular sport in the world which is soccer and theory Henri, who's a french soccer player a black french soccer player who also uh, has experienced racism in Spain, and it keeps going back to Spain. And as as Jacobs recalled, what happened with the, the Spanish with the, the, basketball, the basketball team? team? They took that uh, publicity photo where they were all, you know, making their eyes as if they were Asian people. So apparently, before the they, Olympics, they know no uh, racial racism. You know, now, they, they know they they don't discriminate in their racism. Now it's <laughs> not like the 
pot calling the kettle black because we know what we've been through here in the States. But at least I will say, say and this. And we've been to Barcelona, and we're treated very nice in Very Barcelona. nicely. Yeah. Very nicely. But I will say this, Statman, and we know how rude Philly fans can be. I mean, again, they boo Santa Claus. They don't, I mean, they don't care if you're red, they white, They chuck batteries black. at the other team. <laughs> yeah. Now, but Are Philly I, fans but, worse than Raider fans? Seriously. Well, there's nothing worse than a Raider fan. <laughs> okay. Nothing scarier, yeah. nothing scarier yeah. than a Raider yeah, you fan. You can start my car that. tonight, too. Yeah. <laughs> you're just kidding, yeah. But... Um, I would think that if, let's say, in a Dallas Cowboy game or in a Los Angeles Clipper game or a L.A. Galaxy game, if people were offering up racist comments, that it would be nipped in the bud immediately. Immediately. Yeah, like it was at a Palin uh, rally several times this year. That's true. <laughs> it would that be nipped true. in the bud immediately. It wouldn't, it, unless the press was there, it wouldn't reach the press. But it's been so flagrant in Spain with Lewis Hamilton winning the Formula One championship, a black Formula One champion, and with the French soccer player experiencing that in Spain with the Spain Spanish fans. What if that came over to the States, Statman, when James Stewart, a black two-wheel champion in motocross and supercross, they're at Glen Helen or they're in New York and he's out there on the track and they're throwing banana peels at him or they're they're in blackface or they're making gorilla noises and i'm only saying this because this is what happened at catalonia uh with uh, lewis hamilton and with Henri, the soccer player so what do you what are you asking me what, Whether what, that, would, what would, would, ha- would that would they be able to get away with yeah, that what would happen United here states? in the states what do you think would well, happen hopefully they would be escorted out of the place right. and that security you know then and they've asked that at some baseball games, for example. If people say the wrong thing, then the security will come there and they'll point the person out and they'll go escort the person out of the out of the stands. Well, you know, even at uh, when I go to Bears games, um, they're, they put a sign up on the board before the game. You know, we want you to have a good time here at the game. If you see anything happening that is, you know, out of the ordinary or offensive, call this number. And security will come right down to wherever you're sitting and, and take wow. care of that stuff. Yeah, so that's, are, I think they right. have that in Philadelphia also. In, in, in Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. they even have a, a, a judge and a courtroom yeah. in the stadium so they could uh, process people right there. Ouch. Arrest them and take them away. So me, why is that not happening in Spain? Why are some European venues allowing this to go on? I don't get it. 8669freaks, 866-937-3257, or text us, 25827, the word freak, and your message to 25827. Let me throw this out there. Is it worthy, Statman, Chris, Crash, to cancel an event if the racism gets out of hand? Yes. Yeah, I think that that was threatened at the, the soccer match mm-hmm. when uh, Terry was... Uh, all it it went on for quite a while, and there was a lot of back and forth, uh, and I think that was threatened for a while. That if it continued, the uh, FIFA would take the the international right. governing body of uh, football, soccer, would take the match away from Spain. They, and they would they, and they would take the win. They would take the points, depending on if it was a premier match or if it was a World Cup, uh, not a World Cup match, but a World Cup qualifier. That they would punish the national team if that stuff. Con- yeah, like imagine if they were at a Raider game and uh, the they threatened to forfeit the Raider game because of the people in the stands. That that's the kind of insanity that we're talking about. If something like that was threatened at a soccer match in Spain, and it's tough to compare Formula One coming over here to the states because they didn't come this year and they're not going to come next year. But if Lewis Hamilton was rolling into Indy 
for the Formula One race, and we saw that going on in Indianapolis, whether it was Spanish fans rooting for Fernando Alonso or if it was Americans shouting racist remarks, we'd kick their ass out of the stadium. We try. The press is everywhere, so it's tough talking about trying to cover it up. But we would immediately kick them out of the stadium. But it would be interesting to find out. You mentioned James Stewart. It would be interesting to find out because he came along a few years before mm-hmm. Obama and a few years before Lewis Hamilton. And it, even though it was recent, like in the last five or six years, it's still rare in the United States for uh, a black man to have success in motorsports. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very common in stick and ball sports, but it's very rare. So he probably had some uh, extensive stuff that he had to go into the South and and all the new South (laughs) that they talk about. Uh, But he probably had some experiences that he may not want to talk about in a public forum like this, but I would imagine that he had to go through some stuff where he had to hold his tongue and people would be yelling at him uh, even in the pits and when he's standing there signing autographs. Yeah, I I must look at the world through rose-colored glasses because I just, you expect Europe to be more Mm -hmm. tolerant or worldly or cosmopolitan. You know, you wouldn't expect this types of behavior to go on in Spain, which is one of the most, you know, European no, but and that's, but that's a huge thing. Well, look at France. They have they have race riots in France, and I would imagine in Spain, the Moors that came over. There's a, a large population of African ancestry and in Italy as well. Uh, yeah, people in Spain. So I would imagine there's a huge thing that doesn't get talked about quite a bit. Obviously, and without without turning this into a you know a political conversation, it is a problem in Spain. If if and. Uh, they have to deal with it at at some level. They've got to deal with it. Now, in Brazil, uh, I would think that it was more of a nationalistic thing with Felipe Massa. Uh, they took the championship away from Felipe Massa. But in Spain, since it's happening in the sports Mm-hmm. Uh, over and over again. I would think that that's something that needs to be addressed at some level, and whether or not it can, I doubt that they're going to take a race away from the Formula One race. Cause they, But they test there. Uh, Lewis was uh, threatened with, uh, or he was yelled at and so forth mm-hmm. and in test sessions that he had in Catalonia and in Jerez, which is outside of Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's a problem, and it's got to be addressed. Well, the news that came out of Formula One this week was Lewis Hamilton, again, a black Formula One champion, again, the youngest, but more importantly, the first black to win a major motorsports championship with four wheels. I'm not knocking James Stewart crashing. Right. I'm not knocking that. But what came out of it was uh, Lewis Hamilton, he rejected Formula One boss Bernie Ecclestone's assertion uh, last Thursday that racist abuse directed at the driver had probably started as a joke. Formula One's first black champion was the target of racist abuse on a Spanish website and endured other insults in the buildup to last Sunday's Brazilian Grand Prix. Hamilton's father, Anthony, said he had often considered withdrawing, taking out the 23-year-old driver from the sport due to the abuse. It was probably beginning as a joke rather than anything abusive, Ecclestone said Thursday in a radio interview. And again, this is, I I could pound Ecclestone for 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't see why people should have been insulted by it, continues Ecclestone. These things are people expressing themselves. Oh. You little 
punk ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Bernie wow. Ecclestone is a that's, punk ass. Yeah, but you got to remember Allegedly. who Bernie Ecclestone is. Is one of the, he is a super wealthy, old, rich white guy from <laughs> Europe who probably doesn't have any understanding of anything other than. Give me money. I mean, that's that's his entire conversation. Who also compared he goes. Danica Patrick to a white kitchen appliance? Yeah, right. He just he's he's an ass. Let's just flat yeah. out face it. Yeah, he's rich. He's a billionaire, and he runs world motorsport. But you know what? He's an ass. I don't care who you are. If you're the poorest man in the world or the richest man in the world, you should not be able to get away with saying things like that. And it's a number of things that either he has said or he's let slide by. Hint. The Nazi prostitutes. Well, I was going to say this is the same guy who's acting that way. Well, no, it's the same. No. It's no. the same guy who worked directly with Max Mosley, who was oh, caught. Oh, it was Max Mosley. Was that guy who was caught on the videotape? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're good. They're <laughs> friends. They're not good friends. They are, but they're friends. But the point of the matter is that the world has changed, and they're going to have to deal with people of color in the Oval Office, in uh, you know, in a, a, a Formula One cockpit they're going to have to deal with this they're going to have to deal with uh james stewart they're going to have to deal with other people that are coming and if they can't then i think some sanctions are in in order um in fact i'm kind of disappointed that mercedes who sponsors mclaren the team that lewis drives for there are a lot of black people in america who drive Mercedes, mercedes and i would think that they would want to bring him over here to have some identity because there are some people who buy the gear. I've seen right. the gear at racetracks mm-hmm. and so forth. They buy the gear from the web, and I would think that that would be an alt, a, a chance for him to expand his presence and create a, a world uh, uh, market for him to, to become a larger personality. You know, you mentioned we're going to have to deal with it whether that's a guy in the F1 cockpit or a guy in the Oval Office or a guy on a two-wheel, you know, dirt bike. what? And like you said, if it, sanctions should be handed down if, if nasty things go on at venues. Well, what about, I have to say I was very unimpressed with some of the race fans when I was at Phoenix this weekend, right after the election, and they were saying nasty comments about Obama. Don't blame me. I didn't, they were just saying nasty comments. And you know what? I It took me everything to prevent myself from turning around and slugging them in the face. Should sanctions be brought down on people like that? I know they're drunk no, I mean, and they're, yada, yada, but, but you know fans. what? It's, that's, that's ridiculous to say things that but, are just unnecessary. Well, you have to consider the environment, the milieu in which something like that happens. It's it's not NASCAR was sued twice by people of color this past year right. because of racial, alleged racial um, uh discrimination in the workplace Uh, so it's not i don't know if that's true or not but having been around the nascar garage for the last 10 years i would think that that's an i find the possibility of truth ringing in in the arguments that what these people are making so and the fans are just kind of part of that environment maybe at some point people are going to have to turn around and say listen to yourself i almost did yeah I was it's, so pissed off. I, I know I didn't. I know we didn't get much for the Freak Nation to grab a hold of. However, this was a pretty interesting conversation that we had. We tied in Obama to anti-Obama fans in Phoenix to Lewis Hamilton to James Stewart. It's something that definitely has to be addressed when the president of the most powerful country in the world, the leader of the free world, the leader of the free world, is a black man, 
and a black man wins the most prestigious motorsports championship in the world. And some people still can't deal with either of them. And whether you think he's a think he's a black man or a colored person, he's a colored person. When the most popular soccer star ever to this day is a colored person, Pele. Pele, yeah. What does that say? What does that say? And, and you continue to knock it. Well, the world, America, <laughs> is not all old white guys, yeah. Bernie. Uh, there's, you know, okay. you know, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there are a lot more people of color in the world than they are uh, not. Bush. All right, Freak Nation. We're going to get pretty white coming up next. <laughs> and this guy couldn't be whiter than white. IndyCar Series champion. What? Literally. I mean, he's, he's he can a, dance. What? Well, not talking about dance. All about his damn skin color. He's, he's kind of like me, man. He's from the Southern Hemisphere, though. Well, New Zealand, yeah. yeah. Two-time yeah. IndyCar champion. Only shines every other day. Scott Nixon's oh. coming up here in the Freak Nation. And we'll talk about how or what kind of pancakes he cooks with his old lady before race day. His old mm. hot lady. His old hot lady. All right. And at Lucas Oil Studios, we've just got a plethora of things to give away, including Surf City Garage Toolbox, some fine shine for your freaking ride. Yeah. Premium car care products from Surf City. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits. Good evening, my fellow citizens. In the past week, there have been several web threads questioning the value of Lewis Hamilton as the world driving champion. For the record, Lewis has nine wins in his first 36 races, 13 additional podiums, and only three finishes outside the top 10. For that phenomenal record, Lewis was booed this year in Spain and Brazil. Some of those booing were dressed in wigs and blackface with Lewis's name on their t-shirts. We're told that Hamilton and his family have worked things out with F1 boss Bernie Ecclestone, who dismissed the racial displays in Spain in Brazil as nationalism and not racism. Like pornography, I guess you have to see racism or experience it to understand it. Remember, Ecclestone is the same guy who supported a man busted on video with whores dressed as Nazis. He's also the guy who compared Danica Patrick to a kitchen appliance last year. Ecclestone might be like those old raggedy shorts that need to be thrown out after the skid mark stains can't be washed away. Oh, yeah. And America finds a black man for the Oval Office, but NASCAR can't find one for a cup office. Funny how that works. Like I said, you have to see and experience racism before you know it, I guess. Peace. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems. And Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. 
been wasting your time and money? Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak, guaranteed to stop seal leaks and power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak. Nation. Hey, Freak Nation, did you know that Surf City Garage not only has one of the largest restored collections of muscle cars in the country, but that they're also the fastest growing car care products company on the planet? Why? Because they're the only guys out there that offer genuine enthusiast-grade car care products. Hey, in fact, these are the exact same formulas Surf City Garage developed for their own collection. You gotta try this stuff. Nothing even comes close. And at Surf City Garage, your ride's worth it. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks, Statman, Chris Jacobs. Crash Gladys, she's over there. I'm Kenny Sargent. Don't forget, it's speedfreaks.tv, and your phone number is 8669freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Now joining us in the Freak Nation, hell, it took a few weeks after he won the damn championship, but it doesn't matter. He's laying down on a white couch with a poodle on his chest. (laughs) Would you please welcome two-time IndyCar champion back in the Freak Nation, Scott Dixon. What's up, Scotty? Just same old, man. Same old. Chilling out. All what right. are you guys up to? Well, in front of what? Hey, more importantly, Scott Dixon, we were hanging out at the IndyCar banquet like yourself. We, we weren't collecting a million dollars in a fat trophy, but we were a little concerned about what came out of your mouth or a few other people's mouth in regards to having some pancakes. Oh, jeez. Of course you would go there, Kenny. <laughs> having some pancakes uh, Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings before the race. Now, you being a longtime member of the Freak Nation, it was all about the shaved biscuits before then. Shaved biscuits pancakes on a sunday morning it's all about the same thing isn't it <laughs> so that's really what it was you have i did little... get i did get asked many a times that night what uh making pancakes was but of course my answer to that was what do you actually think it is come on <laughs> i certainly wouldn't want my shaved biscuits to be turned into pancakes well no nobody would want that but uh there we go no we but go. pancakes are much sweeter and well let's just leave it at that depends on how you make it right oh <laughs> Oh, yeah. yum. That's true. If you, if you put a little bit of that uh, Australian or New Zealand whiskey in there, I mean, they could be pretty nasty. Yeah, they could be very much so, very much so. 
Two-time IndyCar champion Scott Dixon joins us here in the Speed Freaks pitch. Statman, bring us back to reality, will you? <laughs> I'm just sitting here wondering how that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Which it usually but, doesn't uh, on this Scott show. Dixon, first of all, thank you for not uh, testing NASCAR. I appreciate that. That's uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And well, I've got a test next week, though. Did you miss that? <laughs> uh, all right, let's go back to pancakes if that's the case. <laughs> There's nothing that will bring us back from that. All right. Uh, but uh, you've won. It seems like now you figured out the methodology for championship racing. There was some time where there was some frustration. You could see on your face. But it seems like now you figured out whatever whatever that threshold was. What was it? Well, you, you could say that, but um, I obviously haven't got it worked out too well because it was, what, five years ago since I won the last one. So it's, you know, I think in the last few years it's been a bit of a growing situation. 2004 and five were very tough years with the team, and, you know, hell, I was just lucky to sort of stick through it and, and, and continue on with Ganassi because, you know, eventually, you know, a team like that is going to get it together and you've got to try and stick it out. And, and uh, you know, when the, when the going gets good with, you know, good equipment, I think it, it definitely plays a part. But it's a combination of many things, man. I think uh, I definitely couldn't have done it with, you know, out the team this year. Um, and, and obviously, Dan was a huge help as well. So, you know, it's just uh, it's getting everything right. Because even having a season like we did the last two years, you know, we came runner-up against Dario, who had a fantastic season. Scott, Scott, um, Scott, Scott. Come on. All <laughs> we of almost that, lost it. All of that is the PC stuff. I know it's, it's been truth, a while man. since you've won a championship, and this is. But you raced for the championship. You went to the last turn of the last lap, just like F one this year. You went to the last year. You went to the last turn of the last lap before uh, Dario could knock you off. You've done something. I don't know if it's in your head. Uh, I want. I don't care about the team. Obviously, teams have to win to get championships. What clicked in your head to say? I can race for the championship, whether or not I win it, but it's about championships now and not just winning races. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I just started giving a shit again. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the Scott Here Dixon we, we know and love. Yeah. Put us to work, Scott. That's the we'll guy that I want. That. <laughs> I think her name is Emma. Yeah, there we go. You've She's kicked a, you in the ass, hasn't she? She has. She's got me motivated again, you know. She's, you know. Last couple of years there, just wasn't doing much, and she's—it's all about her and making the pancakes, man. <laughs> well, I will say this though: it was the 2007 24 Hours of Daytona, and I was down there, uh, did an interview with you guys for a little bit, and I remember your PR person at the time saying, "You've got to meet this girl. She's changed him. Everybody's noticing it. She's really changed him." And I don't know, a year, year and a half later, look what's happened. Yeah, definitely. You know, she's a she's a great girl. You've met her many times as well when we've been. I think we've only sort of all met out when we've been parting, which is, oh, I guess that's all good. But um, <laughs> yes, it, no, yeah, no, definitely. She's anybody that meets her. She's just, uh, I don't know, one of those kind of people that you sort of uh, you gravitate to, and, and um, you know, she's definitely got a you know great work ethic, work ethic, and uh, you know, loves to to be good, you know, competitive. So it's definitely helped me. You know, I can focus on my racing and, and uh, not about a lot of other things. So it's uh, definitely helped me. Two-time IndyCar champion Scott Dixon joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Chris, go ahead. You know, we're talking about the the, the woman behind the man, and I, I want to know, just as a guy, as a race car driver, what do you get, special access to these types of women once you become a race car driver? I mean, why is it that every race car driver out there seems to have a hot woman with them? 
How do I get in on that? Uh, I've got to be careful answering that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just fast cars. I, I, you know, I've got to be PC on this or my wife will kick my ass. <laughs> Wait, weren't you guys just kind of set up, though? It was, it was really by chance how you guys met just through friends. Yeah, pretty, it pretty much was. I was. Actually, when I was over in Europe testing uh, with Williams, we had, uh, it was a week, actually, we were just doing the business side of it and, um, you know, just traveling. Ended up calling a friend uh, saying, because I'd never really spent much time there before and just said, hey, you know anybody, you know, to go out with for the night for dinner or something that knows the town and uh, away it went from there. Scott, let me ask you a question, just uh, motorsports in general. You know, obviously economic times are pretty tough right now. Give us your view on uh, how the economy is affecting the sport, and are you feeling the crunch personally, or is your team anything like that? Well, you know, I think for us, because of you know our championships kind of been uh, over for a little bit, we haven't. You know, I think NASCAR's probably feeling a little bit more at the moment because in the last you know month, especially, it's definitely been tightening up, and I think for them uh, doing deals. And, and probably a little bit with IndyCar now. I think over the winter is going to be tough times. You know, there's going to be a lot of teams that thought we're going to carry on to next year that that may not be able to you know, have the funding to do it. So I think you won't see much of it transpire until the, the opening months of, of the 09 season. So hopefully it doesn't affect everybody too much. Real quick, Scott, have you still heard that Subway may be your title sponsor to be named soon? Uh, I've heard that. I've heard many different things back and forth, but uh, who knows? I don't care, man, as long as they get somebody. The, the, <laughs> the series definitely needs somebody, so let's hope that happens quickly. Scott Dixon, IndyCar champion, two times over here in the Speed Freaks pits. Actually, I hear that it's Bisquick. Bisquick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make pancakes and biscuits pancakes, out of planters. That'd be perfect. You know, so you mentioned, Scott, you mentioned Williams real quick before we let you get out of here. Is F1 out of your system now? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's probably a little tough. You know, you've got so many young guys that have been, uh, you know, cycled through these teams from, you know, from straight out of go-karts and, and they get, uh, you know, brought through the Formula cars by these teams and tracks that they run on it. You know, I just, I haven't spent any time in Europe, so it's very tough. And, and I found that when I went there. So, you know, I love the cars. I'd love to, you know, drive, you know, them again. But uh, I don't think, you know, I'm getting old. I'm 28 now, so oh. I have to continue in IndyCar. Scott Dixon. There is always NASCAR, right? Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, no. (laughs) No, please, please, no. Scott Dixon, two-time IndyCar champion here in the Speed Freaks pitch. Just ask your teammate Dario, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. I thought it was like a competitive season, but obviously uh, Jimmy Johnson doesn't seem to think it is, does he? Three years in a row. Come on. (laughs) Scott Dixon. Yes. Scott Dixon, you're still. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you. explain that to the freak nation i'm not gonna explain it because wheels is gonna edit that out okay all right fine (laughs) hey scotty man you have to get welded on to explain that one (laughs) all right i'm sure he'd love to i know (laughs) dixon thanks for taking time out we'll get you back in here when you win the 24 hours at daytona anytime thank you very much see you scotty thanks bye yeah we need to get him in here more often he just goes with the flow like that guy yeah he's fine i bet he uses some surf city garage premium car care products on that 200-mile-an-hour rocket he rolls there at Texas Motor Speedway. He's not. He should be. I thought you were going to say he put him on his pancakes in the car. <laughs> that voodoo blend would be nice for Speed Demon or Barrier Reef on some pancakes. You kidding me? Mm. Some Pacific Blue as you use that nano-detail polishing cloth. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Freak Nation, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. I have you a Surf City Garage Premium Car Care Products Toolbox to give away. 
There's nine, ten items in this thing. And that, it's very heavy, as yeah. I found out at the SEMA show. Voodoo Blend, Speed Demon, Barrier Reef, Beyond Steel, 16 ounces of Beyond Black, Clearly Better, Pacific Blue, a Nano Detail Polishing Cloth, or two we're going to throw in there. This is a big deal. And a thong. We'll figure out how to, a way to get a thong to you. The aforementioned thong. <laughs> Did I say what number? No, you haven't done that yet. Caller 6, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. The official shine of the Freak Nation, Surf City Garage, will send this toolbox out to you full of all that material in there to make that ride you've got shine pretty nifty. Thanks we got a text, actually, from somebody in Los Angeles who won two weeks ago saying, thank you, freaks. For more information on what the hell you're going to win, log on to SurfCityGarage.com. Premium car care products from Surf City Garage and SurfCityGarage.com. 8669freaks. Six caller. Also 866-937-3257. More freaks next. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper. A lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks. Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of speed freaks. Yeah, Monday, don't forget Monday night coming up just before Monday night football. 
you will have Speed Freaks on Mav TV. Log on to MavTV.com to find a station near you, or log on to MavTV.com to watch the damn show. Casey Kane, Gary Selzy, Big Daddy Don Garlitz talks about who is the studliest of all studs in drag racing, and he's 80 years old. <laughs> yeah. Mav TV or MavTV.com. You can see the entire Speed Freaks edition, as we call it, Freakality. Again, MavTV or MavTV.com tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of studs and drag racing, do you guys happen to see the vintage drag racing display that was out in the parking lot at SEMA? No. Guys like Ed Golden and uh, Al Bergler and these, you know, the vintage ones where the where the motors were in front of the driver oh, yeah. and you had to wear those gas masks. Those guys were studs, man. Oh, absolutely were yeah. they studs. Those are big huevos bastards. Speaking of, man, have you ever had the problem crasher when you crasher or Chris or Wait, throttle? When you, <laughs> crasher, you ever had the problem when you walk into California Speedway or Irwindale, excuse me, Toyota Speedway or Texas Motor Speedway where you got to go to the can and you need to sit down to drop a drop a deuce and you get stuck to the seat? Thank God, I've never had that experience. There have been some there have been some nasty portalettes where if if you sat on the rim job that you would get stuck. And Crasher's got a little insight to a man getting stuck on a rimmer. Yes, just last week a man had to be taken to a hospital, and he was still attached to a steel toilet after super glue was deliberately <laughs> smeared on the seat. Firefighters were unable to free the man and were forced to remove the entire toilet with the man attached. Imagine rolling in on a stretcher with a, <laughs> the, a crap can on they, your butt. They put you on a flatbed for that or what? <laughs> I don't know. They just put the whole thing up there on the flatbed? Oh, but in the news of the most obvious, it's thought that the glue had been smeared on the toilet seat by a prankster. No, hey. no, it was completely innocent. Yeah, yeah. You some bitch. spilled gross. some. You know how we used to call the Hans device a toilet seat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be it. That's true. But that, didn't, that didn't make the joke any better. Still doesn't know. Doesn't. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but how did they remove it? They don't say any about that and anything about that in the story. Maybe the same way from, what, maybe three or four months ago when the Asian cat was caught making love to a bench. Remember that. Remember that when he was yeah. taken into the. The bench <laughs> was hot. I said yeah. it at the time, and I'll say it again now. That was You're a hot sticking bench. by it. Yeah. You're sticking by the hot bench. I am sticking with the hot bench. Yeah, that's a hot bench, man. We've actually been going out since that guy dumped her. <laughs> Crasher. I think we've got a pretty interesting text here. Uh, it's really interesting about our racism talk he said i understand and applaud what you are doing by talking about this but the more people in society in general scream racism the less headway we're going to make i'm just a white guy but in the army i had a black platoon sergeant who looked me in the eye and told me that since i was white my ancestors owned slaves so he was going to make me pay i was in a nearly all black platoon and yes i paid and paid even though i'm part cherokee and my great-grandfather came over from germany in 02 let's just stop talking about it period the more we cry racism the more we divide this country we have no room in this nation for hyphenated americans you're either american or or you're not, period. That's a text or an email? That's a text. It's a Damn. That guy's got the biggest thumbs in history. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and he doesn't live in Spain. No, no. Thank you, though. That's, that's, yeah. that's interesting. I don't know. As long as we ignore it, it's not going to go away. Yeah. yeah. I think Ignoring is not the answer. I think there's better ways to put it out there. Other in fact, than he should have said something about this platoon leader to deal with it because there are people of color who are racist it goes both ways yeah it goes both ways you know what you're right had he stood up then maybe he was afraid of his job i don't know your grandbaby owned a slave huh what (laughs) what how'd you know that that stat man over there chris throttle jay jacobs thank you you very much crash gladys i'm kenny sergeant triple f thank you said thank you wheels thank you very much 
Remember, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Yep. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX. In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Hey, freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper. A lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks. Hey, Freak Nation, you want to see some of the coolest factory hot rods ever to come out of Detroit? then you got to check out the Surf City Garage collection at surfcitygarage.com. I just got a personal tour from Tim Miller, the founder of Surf City Garage, and let me tell you, man, it's freaking amazing. The best part? I scored a big old bag full of Surf City Garage enthusiast-grade car care products as I was leaving the garage. So check them out at surfcitygarage.com. Your ride's worth it. Hey, Freak Nation, have you checked out Hub Garage yet? It's the coolest car community on the net. If you love cars, HubGarage.com's got everything you're looking for. Original programming, videos, pictures, blogs, event information. Meet new friends and network with people who love what you love. Cars, it's the best place to see what's hot and show everybody else what you've got. Getting started on Hub Garage is easy, and it's free. Just log on to HubGarage.com and create your own garage today. Hub Garage, it's where car people connect. (laughs) 